Perfect. All right. So if you guys have questions, make sure you save them for the end. Uh, this is the podcast, Supreme Being. Uh, I've been doing it for a while now. I used to do one with Arash. Shout out to him. Uh, and then we uh, decided to take a break on that. He created his own, so I thought it was time for me to create my own as well. And uh, today I, I want to talk about a very important subject that comes up frequently, okay? And I really want to lay out <clears throat> the truth, the reality, and what it's going to take for people in regards to, drum roll, the mentorship, okay? I really want to talk about it because we're coming into a day and age now where mentorship is cool. Oh, man, I'm going to get a mentor. I'm going to find a mentor. And a lot of successful people have said, I had a mentor. I had people help me, which is true. However, now the next generation or next wave of people attempting to get a mentor have it fucking ass backwards and they really don't understand what's going on. Okay. And I'm going to explain some stuff to facilitate it for you. Okay. And give you the reality. All right. So as we begin the podcast, as always, it's sponsored by uh, team BC, my real estate team. If you guys have any questions or needs worldwide with real estate, make sure you contact us via my website, social media, you can find us. Uh, Modern Success, which is my personal coaching and mentorship program for everybody. A uh, huge shout out to that. Go to briancasella.com if you're interested in joining. We've almost surpassed 40 members joined so far this month. Man, it's blowing up. And lastly, EXP Realty for all you realtors. If you want to make a switch or find out more about EXP, contact us. Okay. Let's get started. Mentorship. All right. <clears throat> Let's talk about briefly about what a mentor is not supposed to do. Okay. <clears throat> This subject, I can't wait to talk about this subject. It's so, some of the messages I get and, and the state of mind that people are in when they message me, it just, it blows my fucking mind, right? It's just like, oh my God. Uh, somebody will message me, oh, you know, I'm new to this. I want a mentor. And the expectation of the mentor is completely skewed. Number one, number one, a mentor is not there to hold your fucking hand and do everything. Okay, let's get this straight. A mentor is supposed to guide you. Think of like the old, think, think of like the old fucking senseis back in the day, right? Or the, the, the old teachers that would send off their students, right? And, and, and have them explore and learn. And they would come back to the master and be like, hey man, this is my experience. And they'll tell them, okay, do this. Okay, think from this perspective. Okay, shift this, it's not that. And they would give them little pointers and, and direct them in the right way. However, the mentee, the individual, was still out there doing their thing. Boom, 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 boom. Now, everybody has it ass backwards. They're like, oh, I want them to roll out the red carpet for me and help me and give me all their time and treat me like I'm special and, and basically do everything for me, think for me, act for me, and do everything. And it's like, whoa, what the hell? Really? You think someone's going to usher you into their half a million, million dollar business, give you their blueprint, give you all their time and attention as if there's not a million people behind you asking for the same fucking thing and you expect it. And then you get upset when they tell you no. I've screenshotted, I've never shared it though, all the people who have messaged me and then gone sour and started talking shit because I wouldn't mentor them and all they do is bitch and moan and complain. And I said, right there is why you're not gonna be successful. I don't care that you're mad at me. It's your state of mind. It's horrible, it's pathetic. And the fact that you would message me expecting me to give you all my time and then when I say no, you have the audacity to talk shit to me, tells me your intentions from the beginning. You don't give a shit about me, you don't give a shit about anybody or anything. 
All you care about is your own little fucking twisted agenda, which is incorrect. Incorrect. Okay. Now people will say, well, why not? A mentor is supposed to um, help you out and, and people are supposed to give back and all that. Of course, it is our choice to give back. We do not require to give you shit, period. You don't owe us anything and we don't owe you anything. Let's get that understood first and foremost. The world doesn't owe you shit and you don't owe the world shit, period. It starts from there. It starts from there, okay? So if you're somebody seeking a mentor right now, you're starting something new. And of course, going for a mentor is key. Every top person has had mentor or mentors in most cases that have helped them. However, what's missed, what's missed is the exchange, okay? Now, if you're somebody who wants a mentor and you're like, well, I'll work for free. That's not enough a lot of times. That's not enough to mentor with me anymore. Maybe in the beginning, not now. I have a gazillion people willing to do that. I don't need that anymore. I need something else whether it's your skills and another thing that can help me. Maybe you're a video editor and you can help me or, or something that brings value to me, right? You have to bring value even in your uh, attempt to reach the mentor. You know how many questions we get? And again, I'm not a huge influencer or some big celebrity. I can't imagine what the people with huge followings get. I get a ton of emails, text messages, calls. I'm literally almost borderline harassed by people, which I don't mind. I know the position that I'm in, so I'm not complaining about that. Let's get it straight. I'm not complaining. I'm stating facts and what's going on. So there has to be something brought to the table because without the exchange, it's an improper relationship. Getting something for nothing should never satisfy you. It should never make you feel good and you should never feel entitled to it. I feel bad when people want to offer me stuff for free. People have, people have done stuff for me. Hey bro, this is a gift. And in almost every single case, unless they refuse me a million times, I send them some money or I give them something in return. I don't like getting shit for free. It pisses me off. I want to exchange. Just like back in the fucking day, thousands of years ago, people would barter. Hey, I'll give you one of my goats for two of your women or whatever the fuck it was. That's, that's what I want to do. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, just give me all your goats and all your fucking animals and I won't give you shit. I'll just shake your hand. That's enough. No, no. Right. And let's look, let's zoom in right now on that for a second. So people get it right. Now, some people will say, well, you know, if I want to go talk to that celebrity or that top billionaire, um, you know, it's going to cost me $20,000. Like Anthony Robbins, for example, over a two year waiting list. And this is a statistic I'm giving you that's three years old. <laughs> over a two-year waiting list to do a one-on-one -on -one with him and it costs one million dollars some people will say how dare he charge that some people will say that's a ripoff well look at the look at the man right he's mastered the mind he knows the top level people he understands business he's a multi 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 billionaire nine-figure earner for sure probably will be a billionaire at some point if he isn't already and I know, I'm like, man, a million? My mind was like, that's it? Because I understand exchange. That's it? That man could give you one idea that over your lifetime will make you hundreds of millions. And all I have to do is exchange a million dollars to get some of his time? Man, that's incredible. That's incredible. Yet everyone else is bitching and hooting and complaining about it. 
I would never pay anybody a penny. Okay, cool. That's why you're in the piece of shit position that you're in. Miserable. Now, you won't tell that to the world. You'd be like, oh, I'm doing so great. I'm happy. I don't need money. And you have your own little fucking story. Right? That's not the type of person that I want to hang out with or that type of mentality that I want to tap into. Not at all. Okay? Now, there's a lot of shock and awe you can say in, in this podcast because I want to make a clear distinction and rattle some of the shit out of you because from a teaching standpoint, it requires that at times to allow you to break free from a certain pattern. It takes that so you wake up because you may tell yourself, well, I, you know, I'm pretty much in line with what you're saying, man. I don't expect shit from everybody, but if we look and we zoom in on, on what you're doing, you'll find a hint of it and even a hint of it even though it's not as bad as being fully polluted, it's still there and it has to be eradicated. A little bit of poison versus a lot of poison. Hey, you still have a little bit of poison. You gotta get rid of it. It's still gonna make you sick. It won't kill you like all the poison, but it'll still get you sick. Right? So understand that, again, the mentor is not there to hold your fucking hand. They're there to kind of guide and be like, okay. So I had a mentor when I started in real estate. Nelson, shout out to him. But ask him, did he baby me? Did he spend all his fucking time with me? No, very little actually in retrospect. But it was impactful time. And I came with specific questions, which is the next thing is if you do have a mentor and you're lucky enough, respect the shit out of them. Understand that the time is worth a lot of money. And when you come to them, come properly, come correctly and come with good questions and utilize the time to its maximum. You see, many of you have been fortunate enough to get a, uh, a mentor and, and, and you piss away the opportunity and it's sad and I see it all the fucking time and you piss it away literally you get comfortable after a while you don't give a shit anymore it's like oh yeah I roll with him he's cool you stop giving him credit you stop saying thank you and it's almost like oh, okay I, I'm entitled to this shit now this is me now yet when we look at what you've done you haven't accomplished shit right you should strive to be the example that your mentor uses you as the example and says so-and-so is my student Look how good he's doing. Ask any person who's guided me or mentored me and they will mention my name for sure as one of their top students, guaranteed, 100%. I'll put my fucking life on that. But I pride myself in that. That's why I can teach at a certain level. And that's why when I mentor people and you can ask the people on my team, you know, uh, any, any of my agents or Loida, my girl, or anybody else who I give my time and attention to and ask them how valuable it is to have me in their life with advice outside of just fucking real estate. I'm, by the way, right? I'm fucking universes beyond just real estate now, right? And I want people to really get that. If you are outside of real estate, that does not mean I can't teach you. I can school your ass on a lot of shit, for sure, for sure. Probably more so in certain subjects than your mentor or guru can teach you in that subject, guaranteed. Wanna make that clear, okay? So with that said, that value to them how did I get by being a dedicated fucking student, the master student? So I came to them correctly. Everything I'm telling you to do, I did. I respect their time. Socially, I'm very respectful with them when I go out too. I adore them. I adore them. I admire them. Man, you know, where would I be without this mentor and this mentor and this mentor? So I cherish those relationships. How many of you get somebody to help you and then after a while it's just like, Whatever. Oh yeah, he's my mentor. And there's no excitement anymore. How about all their events and all their products? Have you gone to all their events and bought all their products? I have. 
even when I didn't have the fucking money and I had to put it on a credit card or figure some way to scrape up the money, I would tell myself, I need to kill it because I need to have extra money in case my mentor ever has an event or a one-on-one -on -one opportunity, I can jump on it. And if I don't have the money, I'm kicking myself in the ass saying, fuck, damn it. That's how much I want to support them and get help from them at the same time because it's an exchange. I know my money will be well spent by them and help them. And the more I exchange with them, the more they're going to want to give back to me. That's the key, right? So some of you listening right now will say, well, BC, I just, I really don't have the money right now. Cool. There's a million ways you can show your appreciation. How many of you have ever showed up to an event live, maybe locally, where you see your mentors or one of your mentors goes to a car show or something else where you can just go there and shake their hand and say, man, you know, I'm not going to fanboy you right now, but I appreciate what you do. Thank you. And you shake their hand. You think we don't appreciate that? Of course we do. Well, you hear it all the time. It doesn't matter. We still appreciate it. How about people sharing your content? I love when people share my shit and then I add it to my story. You see me do it all the time. Wow, ding, ding, ding. What a great way to get uh, your mentor's attention by constantly sharing and continuously pushing their message because guess what? That helps get our message out. You don't think we're going to appreciate that? Well, at the very least, if you do that a couple times and then you, um, and then you ask us a question, we're going to be a lot more likely to answer it for sure because we see the history of you sharing our shit. Right? But if you're too scared to share the shit, well, I love this mentor, but when I share it, people are going to judge me, then you don't want it bad enough. You should want to learn from them and get their attention so bad that it doesn't matter what the fuck everybody else tells you. That's irrelevant. They're not helping you get to where you want to get. This person has the key to the door that you need to open to get to the next level, right? And aside from breaking the law and doing shit like that, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there, right? And they notice that in me. They notice that fucking go-getter attitude, first one to show up and all that. And by the way, that's all stuff that you can control, right? 100% in your control. There's going to be stuff that's outside of your control and inside of your control, in your control. Boom, you can do this, period, right? Another thing is, and this is attached to it, is you, we have to, and this goes with the exchange, but there's still... And, and it might be to the slightest degree, people still believe that sending an email or a message, hey, mentor me, is, is it, right? And I'm just sitting there like, oh my God. I have people message me and literally repeat the same message on Instagram or email over and over and over. And I know they're telling their friends, oh man, I sent an email to them. I'm not gonna do anything, but as soon as they answer, I'm gonna get started. There's, there's now a dependency that I can't do anything until I get a mentor. Are you kidding me? I was already committed to doing shit and was doing stuff and a lot of activities and action, slipping and falling, messing up, well before I was granted the privilege of having the mentor, which is a privilege, by the way. It's a privilege. Even if you exchange and you get it, it's still a fucking privilege and don't fucking forget that, 100%. Especially if you're mentoring with somebody who knows what they're worth and they're a top level person and whatever it is, their time is worth gold, worth money, and they're giving it to you and you're brand new, you might have a lot of value outside of that, but in that particular activity, or whatever it is, that career, that subject, they're the shit, and you're not. And you need to recognize that. A lot of people take their success and ego from other areas, and when they now wanna become a student, they're too cool, too proud to be a fucking student. When my teachers are there, I shut the fuck up, and I listen, because in that subject, they're the man, not me. How many of you have trouble with that? 
I'm boxing now. It doesn't matter when I go into the boxing ring how many millions in real estate I sell or how great I was at basketball. No, the boxing instructor, he's the instructor. Yes, sir, I'm listening. Tell me what to do. You want me to throw 100 punches? Let's go. Boom, 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 boom. Without even questioning. How many of you still question what I say or what so-and-so says and you claim he's your mentor or your teacher? And by the way, if you guys are watching our stuff on YouTube and stuff, we're not your mentor. We're not your mentor. We can name our mentees and they're close to us. That's a mentor. Direct contact. Not, oh, I watch you know, six videos from Anthony Robbins, he's my mentor. He's not your mentor. Let's get something straight here. That's not your mentor. That's somebody you study. Cool, right? But let's not tarnish that label of mentor, which is literally sacred, all right? Now, I saw an influx this last week of the subject and, and the questions, and that's why I'm divulging a little bit about the subject because it's, it's almost like it's a word that's been tossed around so much, it's almost like lost it, it, its power. And, and, you know, and, and I look at it, I'm like, man, it just, it, it's almost like we took a Lamborghini and made it into a fucking Honda Civic. And I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Because I know what it took to get in front of some of my mentors. And now everyone's like, oh, I can just DM, you know, BC and oh, man, he's, he's going to mentor me. This is awesome. I don't have to do shit. I can, you know, scratch my ass on the couch and just send him a DM and this is great. Yeah, you look at people like myself who had to sit in front of the office of this person I wanted to mentor with over and over and over. Literally like Fight Club. You remember Fight Club? They're like, they're standing outside of the house after Tyler Durden and the, the main character, uh, Edward Norton. And they would come out every day and they're like, dude, you're not cut out for this leave. And then all the guys are just standing there waiting for like days and they make them stay like 24 or 48 hours before they let them in. That's the type of shit that I did. And you think you can DM me and now it's all going to be fucking magical. Give me a break. Like in what, in what world now you might get super lucky and you just happen to message somebody and cool. It works out good for you. You're literally the fucking lottery winner. What activities are you doing outside of that to get their attention, right? Again, you have to give value. The people who share my stuff, for example, just, hey, I'm gonna share this on my Instagram. We've already gone back and forth with me and some of them, and if they ask me questions, I'll happily answer because they've already provided value. They're not just messaging, their initial communication is, I want something from you, is what it is. When I hear, hey, Brian, how are you? I'm like, they want something from me. That's not a genuine, how are you? That's not a genuine communication. It's, I want something from you. Let me engage in communication with you. I don't, want, I don't like that, right? So you need to look at what you're doing right now. If you're in that process of, I'm about to start in this, I'm looking for a mentor, right? Or even if you have a fucking mentor right now, take a step back and say, whoa, am I showing appreciation to this individual or individuals for what they're giving me, right? Ask. Again, ask to see the protocol and, and, and the, we can call the rap sheet with my mentors. Every event, thank you so much. Totally appreciate your time. Text message after, phone call. Dude, that was amazing. Thank you so much. Always, always showing appreciation. Always. And, and people are like, oh, well, you know, that's such a small thing. It's the little things that add up. It's the little things, right? Like this guy, uh, Anthony, that did uh, the video for us. Shout out to him. I tagged him on Instagram and uh, and Facebook and YouTube for that bomb ass video he did for our Newport Beach listing. Talk about offering value. You think me and him aren't gonna collab and do stuff together? You're mistaken. That was tremendous value that he offered, but guess what, right? He said, hey, you got that listing, I can do a video, 
Okay, cool. That's value to me. Let's work together. Instantly. There was no, well, let me think. It was, let's go. And then surrounding his message was like 30 other, mess 30 other messages. Hey, man, can I ask you a question? Oh, hey, man, can you mentor me? I'm new in the business. I need help. Da, 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 da. It's all me, 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 me. And then his, his message kind of had like that, that, that gold halo around it. I was like, oh, value. Let me click on this. And then boom, we did something. So shout out to Anthony if he's on here, right? I know he's been an avid follower and, and all that stuff, right? Let's look now at how I hired Kevin. Some of you have heard the story. He was at every event. He drove to San Diego. He's local. He lives like 10 minutes away from me. He drove to San Diego to hear me speak at the San Diego Association of Realtors for one hour. He drove two hours. He's bought practically half my products, if not more. He's in modern success. And I've shared this as well. He wasn't the best on paper with probably the 80 or 90 people who inquired to join Team BC. But why did I pick him? Because those other things I just named are much more important. Much more important. And look at him now. In less than a year. Completely different person. If you met December of last year or January of this year, Kevin, with this Kevin, it would be like one brother and another brother. And this would be like the, the superhuman version of this one. That's, that's the power of the value of a mentor. Complete transformation. A lifetime, and we're still working on it, of course, but you can say a lifetime of a certain programming already now approached by someone else who's a master programmer saying, here, let me fix you a little bit. Now he went from a computer to a supercomputer, and he's still growing. But do you see it that way? Are you approaching it saying, man, this person can make me from the basic DOS computer all the way up to Windows 10, right? Versus on my own, maybe I'll never get there. Or it'll take me 40 years. But with this person, this man, this, this group, whoever it is, wow. It's almost like uh, an underappreciation, I think, because it's so cool. It's the end thing to be an entrepreneur and get a mentor now that, it, it, it's been lost, right? It's been lost. And I really wanted to bring attention to that again because we have to understand it's like a sacred ritual, man. It really is. They're literally passing down the torch. They're literally passing down the torch to you. You're in a privileged position. Or do you think they're just, you know, oh, I'm just throwing some information at you. <laughs> we have to take it that serious, right? So you as a student, even outside of mentorship, how are you approaching studying from your mentor? I don't give a shit if it's me or not, whoever it is. Is that intensity there, right? Everyone's like, oh man, really intense this podcast. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, of course. It's an intense subject. It's missing. It's missing. Is this being recorded on his podcast? Yes, it is. Cool. Now, As much as I want to speak about this subject, I think I'm going to split this up into two separate episodes. I may revisit this topic in a couple of weeks or a month and continue on, um, you know, uh, building on what we did here. But for now, what I'll do is I'll open it up to questions, whether on Zoom or uh, on Instagram, and we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there. Okay, so if you guys have any questions, again, I always say the questions don't have to be related to the material. It's entirely up to you. Uh, let's, uh, let's get down on this boogie. 
that's probably some of the best information for a lot of you because I know a lot of you have the same questions that some of you are afraid to ask or you don't want to ask for whatever reason. Why did you switch to EXP, the opportunity? Uh, Tim, it's phenomenal. You have no original managers and that type of leadership to tie up more funds. The profit share and revenue share is actually shared with the agents. Expansion teams are easier. The cloud is phenomenal. Um, all the kinks that you would find in a regular brokerage have been worked out. And it was just uh, a great time to get into because it's still a very, we can call it a very new, a new uh, company. You can catch it in its inception in the beginning. Hello, Miami people. Love Miami. I'm going to go back soon. My God, don't read my messages. I'm sweating. I can't see them. I'm literally just looking down now. I can 100% vouch for anything and everything BC says about ESP Realty. It's next level real estate. I agree. How often do you share and what do you charge in regards to what, brother? Chris. You guys are interested in modern success? That's on my website, briancasella.com. www.briancasella.com. You go to the coaching tab, click, and it's right there. As a vegan, where do you get your protein from? A lot of sources, man. Um, we can call it um, beans. Regular beans, kidney beans, uh, garbanzo beans, a lot of tree nuts I consume as well. Um, tofu sometimes, right, which has a lot of protein. Plenty of protein sources, dude. But I don't do the 300 grams of protein like, you know, the bodybuilders. What do you say when people ask if the real estate market will crash? You know what my answer is? I don't have a crystal ball. Why do you ask? Find out. Well, we're thinking about buying and we're wondering if it's the right time. Boom, now you're in, right? The proper questions in real estate will get you the proper answers and possibly a commission check if you know what you're doing. What do you do when representing a buyer and the house they want to write an offer on offers selling commission of $1? <laughs> I write it into the offer that they're gonna pay me more. Um, and if you really, for whatever reason, that agent took the listing for a shit commission rate, then you would have to have a buyer rep agreement, a buyer agency agreement with your client, stipulating that they'll pay you the difference, right? And I would just tell them, say, look, normally we get 3% and this house is paying me a dollar to help you. Now I'm still going to sell it to you because it's the house that you want, but can we work something out, right? We use dot loop. No, we use DocuSign. Your YouTube channel is super helpful. Thanks for the content. You're welcome. You're welcome. How do you know what properties to invest into? It really just, I look at where my money's going. Does it have potential to uh, increase in value? And am I getting a good place where I can find good renters? That's going to be very safe, right? And bang for your buck, of course. So, that's why the most of my properties are in Houston, right? I get them for really cheap at the tax deed auction. I rent them all for 850, 900 a month. I bought them cash, right? And I get my money back really quick. Versus here in LA, I'll buy a house that's worth 10 times as much and it rents for, you know, 2,500 or 3,000. It doesn't make any sense. 
How much money do you put into your Facebook ads? Uh, the real estate ones where we find leads is about $10 a day. Uh, we're about to double that, but not much, but we still get pretty good results. Favorite book of all time, Think and Grow Rich. Should I jump and get my license or study and get more knowledge first? Do both at the same time, Tyson. Get your license, study. Is the commission still going strong at 6% for the good agents? Yes. Let's see, proper relationship. Uh, thanks for all you do, man. You're welcome, Alex. You're welcome, you're welcome. He's on fire, rollerblade realtor. <laughs> Main things to look for in choosing a, a mentor. Do, do they live the life that you want? Do they have the results that you want? If, if that's a yes, you go. Don't worry about how they do it or whatever. If they have a life or do stuff that you want, they have stuff that you want, you go. Good, 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 good. Uh, over the following system with FISBO, just want to clarify, better book appointment first and follow up and find out more. Yes, that's true. It is better to book the appointment first and then get more personal questions, sure. Pre-listing package is always sent before. Yes. No, number one. Number one, uh, Alex. For all of you in real estate or setting appointments, get the appointment first. Worry about qualifying later. Get the appointment first. Okay. Names of the NLP hypnosis books. Jennifer, start with the intro books. Intro to hypnosis and self-hypnosis and intro to NLP. From there, you'll get the right suggestions. Right. Are you friends with Graham? Uh, I, I don't talk to Graham too much, but we message every once in a while, dude. Am I too old, young to sell real estate? <laughs> well, well, Joe, apparently you look like me, bro, so you're set for life. You don't have to worry about anything. You're welcome, Carlos. Uh, thank you. Just to, this piece, a massive tweak to game. Yep, there you go, Alex. That's so funny people tell you that, Joe. That's hilarious, dude. That's good. Which is easier to convert, expired or FISBO? I think they're both easy to convert. Go after both of them, Claus. If I give you an answer, it might cause the wrong effect on you. Go after both. Why choose? And I'm glad Claus asked that, right? Again, I'm not picking on you, dude. If you're a dude, I can't tell. Um, we want to now pick and choose our questions. By me answering that, I now direct his mind towards one of those instead of the other one, assuming one's better. Yet we know opportunities are abundant with both. Right? If that makes sense. How do you deal with distractions? Oh, man. Well, with me, um, I never really had that issue because when I dedicate myself to something, it's 100%, you know? But you have to understand, Robert, asking the question, nobody's perfect, but if I'm efficient 90% of the time, goddamn, I'm doing better than most people. Crazy. So I think we have this strive to be perfect, which is cool, but at the same time, you can't beat yourself up about it. But do your best to now put yourself in, in, in environments and, and put things in your environment that keep you less distracted and keep you more on focus, right? So control what you can control, right? If there's an earthquake and your building falls down, you can't control that, right? 
just want to give a shout out to Modern Success. In three weeks I've been in it, I felt a transformation. My brother said something about it today. Yeah, man. And that's the most powerful shit Joseph said is other people will start noticing a difference in you. They're going to be like, whoa, you know, what's up with you? That, that's the sweetest part about making this transformation. It's not just yourself. It's other people realize it, right? Other people see it. And if someone else can see the change in you, man, that's some powerful shit. When do you give up on a prospect and not waste time? Um, I would say if they're not playing by my rules, meaning they're not, you know, really being forthcoming, they're not answering, they keep changing their story, uh, they're rude, you know, they cross the line, uh, then I, I would throw them away, right? But they have to be pretty ridiculous for me to throw them away. If not, I just put them in the database and I'll talk to them later. If I don't enjoy contacting them or talking to them, I get rid of them. You think that looks are important when selling real estate? No. However, I think that being a woman, Miami Sunshine, looks like you're a girl, can be a big advantage because at the end of the day, I don't give a shit what industry we're in, sex sells. So if you look good, use it to your fucking advantage, right? And so, oh, it's taboo, you can't say that. Fuck yeah, we can say that. If I was a chick, I would 100% be using my looks to sell. 100%, 100%. This is what you women and, and females need to realize. If you have the same skill as a man that you're going up against, selling, you will beat him. You will beat him because of the power of beauty and being a woman, okay? That's something a man can't emulate. So work on your skills. I've been telling this to women. Why do you think fucking Lloyd is killing it? I had her embrace that 100% and she's fucking tearing it up. It's true and every man will say, well, fuck, yeah. We don't wanna go up against that beautiful woman who's actually really skilled. We're like, fuck. But I guess fucking women don't want to embrace it. I was like, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to, you know, sell because of my looks. Who gives a shit? That's like me saying, well, I don't want to get business because of my skills. I want people to like me for me. That's fucking ridiculous, dude. Have that be a bonus. Be a good person just to be a good person. If you're a man, get some fucking skills, okay? Because we're not a woman. No one cares how you look. If you're a woman, look fucking good. I could take me and all the girls that work for me, like Valerie and Loida, to an open house, who do you think everyone's gonna talk to? Magically, everybody ends up next to them and I'm by myself and I'm like, okay, cool. There's a reason, there's a reason. Oh no, but we can't say that, right? We have to be politically correct. Uh, -uh. the fuck out of here. I'm wearing my cleavage tomorrow, my Chanel, good. <laughs> yeah, if you got boobies, show them off. I mean, obviously you're not gonna literally put your tits out, but show them, of course, of course. There's a way to do it and a way not to do it, but most people have the common sense to know the difference, right? If you're wearing a short skirt and your vagina's showing, okay, it's a little bit too much. Yeah, you get the appointment. You qualify before you go, dude, Team Henderson, so you're confusing it. You set the appointment, then you pre-qualify, then you go, and it's in the pre-qualification stage that you decide. LLC, Raphael. I opened up an LLC after my third year. And what I'm doing is I'm gonna open up different LLCs for groups of properties as we go down the, the line. Cool, any other questions? It's funny how the engagement goes up when we start talking about sex and boobs and all that. Everybody's like, oh man, this is cool. <laughs> we, we never really grow up, huh? Thank you for your time.
a part of the, okay, Adem, if that's your name, brother? Do you work for KW? No, I'm with EXP. Um, you know, as they push you, how do you deal with the fears you have encountered and eventually overcame? Well, you just said it right there, brother. When you confront a fear, it's a part of the journey. There's always going to be some sort of fear or apprehension because it's your first time doing it. There's uncertainty. You don't know what's going to happen. You have to, as Arash taught from his mentor, uh, Manu Tupo, he told him, lock horns with nature. That's a great saying. You have to lock horns. Lock horns with the bull. It's the only way to confront it. You can't beat the bull by running away. You have to lock horns with it and face it head on. Only way to do it, man. Now, how do you do it? You just do it. There's no magical potion or magical thing. You just do it, dude. And you understand that, hey, I'm going to feel fear while I go through it, but I'm going to fucking do it anyway. How do you think me or anybody else felt the first call, the first door knock? We just decided to do it anyway, right? What percentage is done by referral? Probably 15% special, special agent. Can an agent be successful without door knocking? Uh, yeah, there's agents who do it without door knocking, sure. Yeah, tax deeds in Houston, Rupesh, yep. Most of them, four out of five are Houston tax deed properties. Anything else, ladies and gentlemen, men and women? Joining Modern Success soon, looking forward to it. Let's amp shit up, I agree. Let's amp it up. There we go. I don't date Ruby, so I don't have an answer to that. Lloyd has been my woman for a long time. I know you like that answer. Uh, best last minute advice for a 20 year old agent, your age is irrelevant. That's my advice. Stop thinking in terms of your age. I might do a whole podcast dedicated to that. I'm blank years old, it doesn't matter how old you are. Objection handler for people automatically saying no at the door. Well, everyone says not interested, dude. You know what I say? Of course you're not interested. And then I ask the next question. Or hey, you know what? I'm going to get going. Just one, or one question for you. Throw a question, they answer it, and keep asking questions. It's just like at the store. Uh, you interest, oh, can I help you? No, I'm just looking. But they still hover around, and the ones that are decent will wait a little bit and then ask you another question. Best place to get for sale signs? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> We order them from a contact that I have. Is that the best? I don't know. Well, okay, guys, I'll end it here. Thank you for being here. Uh, as always, this podcast is hosted by Team DC, my real estate team. If you need anything, contact us. We know all the best agents around the world. Um, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program. I hope you're beginning to realize now how powerful it is. You've been hearing about it. You've been seeing the successes. It's time to get on. Go to briancasella.com. Go to the coaching tab. Then I'll see you on the next lecture. And lastly, EXP Realty. For those of you who are getting into real estate, you're in real estate, you want to understand and learn all the hype about EXP, message me and I'll answer your questions. Okay. As always, stay sexy, stay beautiful. We'll see you on the next one.